Good evening and welcome to the annual Windsor Baptist Clay Service. It's great to see so many familiar faces in the crowd, and if you're visiting for your first time, you're very welcome. I'm Johnny Hall, and I will be leading you through the service. So Clay is the youth program here at Windsor for people aged year nine to year 14. We're all really excited about God, his plans for us in the future, and what he's already done for us. Over the last year, we've been looking at a certain series about walking away. Tonight, we'll be focusing on one of the episodes in that series about a time whenever Peter nearly walked away from his faith. I'm going to ask Emily Graham to come up now for a prayer. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us all safely here tonight to another clay service. I pray that you would still our hearts tonight and that we would feel your presence throughout the service. I also pray that you will speak through the many people who are taking part tonight and that you would settle any nerves that anyone has. We all know that we doubt and we are sorry for this, but thank you that you're okay with them. Please help us to commit each other and this service to you tonight and also that it would be a service that glorifies you in your amazing name. Amen. Now we're going to watch a short video that we made that focuses on one of our themes of tonight, and that's doubt, and how overwhelming these doubts can become, whether big or small, but there is an answer. What if I don't pass my exams? Will I go to the uni I want? Will I get a job I want? Why does evil exist? Why is there so much suffering in the world? Why do bad things happen to good people? If God has the power to prevent suffering, why doesn't he? If God has the power to prevent suffering, why doesn't he? Why do bad things happen to good people? How can I know the Bible is true? How do you know God is really there? Did miracles in the Bible really happen? Is Christianity the only one truth? Has science disproved the Bible? How do I know God really hears my prayers? How do you know I, I am really a Christian? Will God always forgive us no matter how badly we sin? How do you know God is really there? Did miracles in the Bible really happen? What if I don't pass my exam? What if I don't pass my exam? What if I don't pass my exam? Will I go to the uni I want? Will I get a job I want? Does God really exist? Will I ever be happy? How do I know I'll be happy? How do I know I'll be happy? How do you know I'm really a Christian? Will God always forget us? 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 Has science disproved the Bible? How can I know the Bible is true? Why does evil exist? How do you know God is really there? Why is there so much suffering in this world? Why do bad things happen to good people? Is Christianity the only true faith? 
On your way in, hopefully you will have received a paper boat like this. I'm sure you're wondering what this is for, but that should come clear throughout the service. The bottom line for this evening is Jesus is okay with our doubt. In clay, we have spent some time thinking about this and reflecting. I'm sure that at some point throughout your life, you have had a doubt or question for God. Now, we would like to give you an opportunity to write these down on one side of your paper boat and then save it for a time of reflection later on in the service. You'll have some time to think about this and write it down as the band play. Hi, my name is Lucy and um, I will be interviewing um, two people from Clay, Joanna and Angus. Um, we have called this interview in Clay 15 hours from now and it is very similar to our church slot this time tomorrow. Firstly, we'll start with some quick fire questions. Joanna, Coke or Pepsi? Um, Pepsi. Angus? I'd say Coke. And Angus, Cadbury's or Galaxy? Cadbury's. Um, Galaxy. Beach or, <laughs> Beach or City Break? Beach. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> and would you rather have hair for teeth or teeth for hair? Um, teeth for hair. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Teeth for hair. <laughs> and would you rather be in a fight against one horse-sized duck or ten horse-sized duck-sized horses? Um, ten duck-sized horses. Yep, ten duck-sized horses. <laughs> And finally, David Dunlop or Mark Houston? <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> okay, Joanna, tell me about yourself. Uh, yeah, so I'm Joanna, I'm 17. Um, I'm in year 13 in Laura Hill in Lisburn where I'm doing childcare. And I've been coming to Windsor for a little over a year now. And where will you be 15 hours from now? Um, 15 hours from now, I'll be, I'll be in school. Usually I would have been on placement because it's part of my course, but back in school doing exam prep, so it's not as exciting, but. And what is the best and worst thing for you about school? Um, the best thing about school would probably be the course. It's, it's exactly like what I want, where I want to go. Um, the worst thing would probably be because I only moved to the school in September, just sort of settling in and that sort of thing. Mm. And Angus, tell me about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm Angus, I'm 15 and I go to Gro Grosvenor and I've been coming to Windsor for just over a year now. And where will you be 15 hours from now? 15 hours from now, I'll be in English in school, which is, you know, so soon. Mixed feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the best and worst thing for you about school? Um, the best thing, I would say, uh, is probably actually, I actually quite enjoy school, you know, it's just, it's good to be around friends and it's, yeah, quite, quite fun. And what about the worst thing? I would say the worst thing, probably just the work. Um, <laughs> is, <laughs> And Joanna, what would be your highlight from Clay this year? Um, my highlight from Clay would be the small groups. I just really like having that close-knit group of friends to discuss things with, that sort of thing. Great. And what about you, Angus? Um, well, having just been at Clay for like around about a year, I found the whole thing um, very helpful. I really enjoy coming. Um, but if I had to choose one moment, I'd say the weekend away at the start of the year. And how can we pray for you, Joanna? Um, well, I have my exam coming up in a couple of weeks, so prayer for it, just getting my head down and actually revising and getting coursework handed in for the end of this week and then just really witnessing to people in school and that sort of thing. Great. And what about you, Angus? Yeah, again, just exams coming up soon. Um, I can sort of revise and do my best in those. And then, yeah, again, um, just being, you know, showing my Christian faith around friends as well. 
great. Let's pray for Joanna and Angus. Dear Lord, we thank you for both Joanna and Angus, for their families and for all that they contribute to Kai into this church. Thank you for the skills that you've placed them in and for the friendships you've given them. Help them as they daily seek to shine for you at school. Be with them when this is challenging. Thank you that you've promised to be their refuge and strength and so help them to stand up for you, even when it is difficult. We pray that you would be with them as they start their exams in May and we ask the same for all those in our church family as well as for all young people throughout the province and that you would help them to trust you, that you trust that you have a perfect plan for them to give them a hope and a future. In Jesus' name, amen. And now Luke is going to come and do a prayer for others. Before we pray for others, I'd like to invite Johnny and Hannah Young up to the front. So can you please tell us a bit more about when you go to Spain and what you'll be doing there? Yep, thanks Luke. Um, some of you who are here at Christmas time will already know this, so you can just close your ears and go to sleep for the next uh, minute. Um, but we are, we are blessed with the opportunity of going to Algeciras, which is in the south of Spain for three months. Um, we're going with Baptist missions, um, and we're going to be doing lots of different, um, just lots of different uh, volunteer work with the church out there called uh, the Renathair Church, which is, just means rebirth. Um, we're going to be working with the Elliots, Andrew and Rosalia Elliot, who are also out with Baptist missions. Um, so, yeah, we've got a prayer letter, um, which is going to be sent out through the church email system, and if you want future updates, um, then um, I think, well, There'll be details in that email of how to probably just email me to ask for them. Um, but that means that you can continue to pray for us while we're out there, which we would really appreciate. Um, to give you a short couple of points of what we'll be doing, um, we'll be teaching English to young people in the church um, and to the youth in the community um, around the church to try and encourage youth to come in to the church. Um, as well as that, we'll be involved in an art centre um, called Obra Arte. Um, which is, again, an outreach, really, an outreach ministry into the community around the church. Um, what else? There's like seven different things. Um, but basically, you'll get our prayer letter anyway. Um, that's just a bit of a snapshot for it. Um, but we really appreciate your prayers. Is there anything else? Oh. <laughs> that's it. I'm just checking. Um, yeah, so thanks for your prayers. Appreciate it. Great. We want to pray for Johnny and Hannah now as they um, head off to Spain and for, for also from some others in our church family. Let us pray. Dear Lord, how priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Thank you that you are our fortress and that we can trust you. Thank you that you know our hearts, our deepest joys and even our deepest struggles. And so we lift up the church family to you. Thank you for Johnny and Hannah heading off to Spain soon to serve you. Help them as they teach English, lead Baptist youth teams, and get alongside the young people in the Renaissance Church. We pray for the whole McMullen family, especially Diane, and also for the family and friends of Paddy Campbell. Comfort them all in, all in their loss. May they know your presence and hope. We pray for a speedy recovery for David Dunlop as he recovers from knee surgery. Give them patience and your peace, which surpasses all understanding. We also commit Molly Brown to your safekeeping as she goes into hospital on Thursday for surgery on Friday to treat scoliosis. 
We pray for, your, for, for our city and our wider world. We pray for the upcoming elections, that peace will prevail. We ask for wisdom for our leaders and those who have responsibility to lessen the pain and suffering regarding the migrant crisis in the Mediterranean. We also pray for the families who are suffering after the huge earthquake in Nepal. Thank you that Tara Boone has heard that her friends are safe, but we pray that the thousands of others affected might dwell in the shelter of the Most High and rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Thank you for all we have heard and will hear this evening. Thank you that you're a gracious God full of compassion and mercy. Thank you that you're okay with our many doubts. May we know you as a refuge and fortress, the God in whom we can trust. We pray you would speak your truth into our lives. We pray for all those who are unsure of their relationship with you. We pray you would reveal yourself to them and surround them with your love. Amen. got you. Why did you doubt? You truly are the son of God. Truly. So as you all probably realized, that was the story of Jesus walking on water. I'm now going to read Matthew 14, 22 to 33. Um, read along the Pew Bible if you want. Um, and let's all stand for the public reading of God's word. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side. While he, had, while he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, 
if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come out to you in the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind and was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. The news who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, Josh, Mamiafo, and Daniel are going to share um, what they learned from the passage when we studied it in clay. So as you've heard, the main lesson from tonight's passage is that God is okay with our doubts. This message has really helped me. As I'm quite a scientific thinker, I like to reason things out. I don't generally just accept things as I'm told them. As we heard in the story, Jesus brought Peter out of the boat onto the water, and as Peter doubted, he began to sink. But ultimately from this experience, Peter's faith was strengthened. We are told that when Jesus climbed back into the boat, that those in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly you are the son of God. The message that God is okay with our doubts has really helped me, as I do have doubts from time to time. Without this message, the doubts I have can invoke feelings of guilt, which lead to me distancing myself from God. However, with this message, I can reason out what I believe, knowing that what I'm doing isn't wrong. This story has shown me that it is only through doubting that I can think about why I believe what I believe. Unless my faith is tested, it will never be strengthened and grow and mature. I hope to go to university next year, and I'm aware that I'll meet many people who will challenge and question what I believe and why. And so if I haven't already reasoned it out to myself, then I won't be able to explain it to them. Ultimately, I can know that when I go through trying times, God is actually using these times to strengthen my faith. Being in my final year of school, I had made plans for the future regarding my future career and university. Over the past few weeks, it became clear that my plans for next year aren't going to happen exactly as I had hoped, and that I'd be taking a gap year and reapplying next year. This has meant a big change in my thinking and thoughts about next year, and then raised further doubts about exam results, what my life would look like in the future, and God's plan for my life. It was tempting to get really stressed and let the doubts take over, but God has been working in my life, and in taking my doubts to Jesus, he's made his plans for me clearer. And through this, I've learned to lean on God more, to take courage and not be afraid when things don't go as planned. I've learned that stressing doesn't help, and if we keep worrying, take our focus off God and let the doubts take over, then just like Peter, we'll start to sink. If we focus on Jesus, he'll reach out to us because he's okay with our doubts. He knows we'll have them, but he doesn't want them to get so big that they cause us to take our eyes off him. Life doesn't always go as planned, and we may doubt God's plans for us, but he understands this, and he doesn't want us to keep our doubts to ourselves. When I first saw the bottom line for our passage, my first thoughts were, but surely God isn't okay with our doubts? Jesus questioned Peter and asked, why did you doubt? So my thoughts were, is God really okay with our doubts? Does God not want us to love him completely, absolutely, have an absolute faith in him? But thinking about this more, Jesus doesn't want us to act like robots and to love him not of our own accord, but because that's how we've been programmed. No, he wants us to love him because of who he is and what he's done for us. Sometimes there may be doubts that creep into our minds, but Jesus is okay with our doubts as long as we always do come back to him. One doubt that I sometimes have 
is thinking about why can't I see God in my everyday life? Why can I not clearly see him? So I prayed that God would show himself to me every day and that I would encounter him. It's amazing that God does answer our prayers. He shows himself to me in lots of simple ways and in ways that I know that it is God. God shows himself to me because he's okay with our doubts. As we've just heard from Josh, Mamiafwa and Daniel, as humans, it's completely natural that we doubt sometimes. It's in our nature. Each day, doubts can creep into our heads, whether they're the little things that might seem insignificant or much bigger things that could have a real impact on our lives. But as Christians, we need to remember that we don't have to doubt. God has planned everything we ever do and every thought we'll ever have. He is always with us and where we are in our lives at the minute is exactly where we're meant to be. In the midst of doubt, God is our rock, our anchor. He never changes, even when everything around us may seem uncertain. We can place our trust in him. But on top of all this, we also need to remember that God is okay with our doubts. We can be taught so much through our experience of doubt and the realization that God has always been there for us. And this can in itself strengthen our relationship with God. And just as those who were in the boat worshiped and proclaimed Jesus as the son of God, we need to as well. We need to thank God every day that he is so much bigger than any doubt we could ever have. He can handle our doubts, he's okay with them, and we can praise and worship him in that. We're now going to go through a time of response following on from the passage we've heard. For me, this passage is especially encouraging as we can see the humility in Peter, one of Jesus' chosen disciples. This encouragement continues as we see not only the humility, but the reassurance from Jesus as he reached out and caught Peter and his willingness to save him as he was faced with fear and doubts like many of us today. On your paper boots, you'll have written a doubt or a fear that you're currently carrying, and there'll now be a time in which you can reflect on what you have heard. I also encourage you to keep an eye on the screen where there'll be some verses to remind you of who God is and of his promises to us. You may also have a favorite promise or verse which reassures you in times of doubt. And if that's the case, please use this time to write that promise on the other side of your boot. During this reflection, there will be an opportunity for you to set your boots in the pool, and this is a physical act to represent us giving our doubts over to God. Verse 27 is Jesus saying, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. And as with this verse, I encourage you to reflect on doubts you may be faced with and to obey Jesus' command to take courage. Let's hand these doubts over with faith to the one who can help us overcome them. And then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for this clay service, which has allowed us to share what we have learnt from your word in the last few weeks. Lord, you're a rock and all salvation, and whilst we still have doubts, you love us all the same. Thank you for accepting our doubts and fears. And I pray that we will not walk away from you when we experience these feelings, but that we will have faith in you and your mighty power. I pray that each of us here today will grow in our faith and trust in you with all our hearts to bring us love, peace, and joy, now and forevermore. May your grace be upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Um, we've come to the end of our service, and I'd just like to thank you all really for coming, and I'd really just like to encourage you all to stay behind and chat after. I'd also like to remind you that Vine Coffee is meeting at half eight in the cabin. Thank you very much.